Hey, this is Tim McKernan, and I am here with Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I have been a longtime Design Air client. What separates you guys from everybody else? It's becoming more common for companies to just get their foot in the door. They try to come up with different ways to upsell. They try to see how much they can make off of a customer as opposed to, hey, we're in there to do a service. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it for a fair price. I don't know how many emails I have received from our listeners who experienced the incredible customer service Design Air Heating and Cooling provides. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222, because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Everything feels tipsy-turvy. Bumbles have my rep at war. Oh, They're the truth been too long. For me. I fall down, but I don't ever worry. Look and reach oh, yeah. their hands out for me. I don't hit the ground, because they always Hurt. catch me. Geez, listen to this on mute. And they never take the pain. She's the best because we were flipping through old photo albums and I was like, that's not me. What am I wearing? And she looks at me and she's like, you wear pretty spears. You look like a hooker. <laughs> Real friends are the blue skies and your happy days. Fake friends are the clouds that you want to blow away. Hey, look, it's funny now. You look at them and say, be kind, play nice, maybe I'll let you back. I miss you, Cassie. What instrument is that right there, Doug? Saxophone? No. No, that's like a synthesizer. <laughs> My real friends. That'd be Rocky's department. Yeah. See the real me? Well, he's in the horn yeah. section. Got the woodwinds. And they never bleed. My family, Miami. I bet Rocky would play the trombone. Atlanta. I hear you, and I hold your hand up. So Rockio gets kind of uh, perturbed because he still listens to the show. He'll uh, be back in the 101 studio or the sports office there. And he'll tell me he's upset with you about the. T- he says, "You gotta stop tell tell Doug I didn't play the tuba. I played yes, the saxophone." Oh, he's tuba. He's tuba. Yeah. You can tell just by his build. His embouchure. Can yeah. you tell by his embouchure? Well, that, yeah, the, the mouth positioning. Mm, yeah. yeah. Everyone texts in about their mouth positioning here because oh. it's 8:24. 824 here in St. Louis. This is the 8 o'clock hour here live from the Michelob Ultra Studios, Doug. And uh, we're just going to be bringing takes. We got a little uh, NBA Finals takes. We'll have Joey Zamboni on at uh, about 9 o'clock talking doggies against Dynamo. Uh, talking about this Roman Berkey, Doug, who's standing on his head spitting wooden nickels. Yeah. Uh, just really He might it be on. the best goalkeeper in the league. Yeah. Uh, statistically, he's like... Oh, there's like four or five goals that he's just not a like that should have gone in that he just didn't allow. Yeah. Uh, there's a stat that Taylor Twelman on Balloon Party was telling us about uh, about Roman Berkey that'll pull up before Zanaboni. But yeah, Roman Berkey has been outstanding. And then of course we'll have the, the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day, Doug. And the standings are uh, fresh. Buck Swope won the month of May. He also won the Malaga Tequila Listener of the Month for the month of May. Uh, but right now it's just. Oh, my God, pop, pop, stop. Blueberry pop, pop. You were asking him and one up. I'm sorry. I tried to get here on time. I was, what happened? I went down to Casey for a bit. But you really seemed like you, It really seemed like you were trying to get here on you time. You work here at this station. I know, but I love everybody here. 
I brought in some for Jen Williams to look at, so I brought it down to her. That's so nice. What did you bring in? She's a big Stevie Nicks fan, and I have this um, tour book I got in 94 when last time I met her, and she signed all this stuff in there for me, so. She had her, she draws. She likes to paint. Jen Williams does. No, Stevie Nicks. No. And in this tour book, she had some of her drawings. Jen Williams drawings. Yeah, which is blank. And when uh, she signed the inner cover to me, and she was going through me, she, she goes, did you see my artwork? I go, yeah, I loved it. She goes, do you mind if I draw in here and kind of tell you what each piece means? And she took the Sharpie and started, started drawing on it. All right, this means the baby. This is the new life. This, and she's drawing all this stuff. So that was kind of cool. Did you tell Jen to stop drawing on this? That this is Stevie Nicks' book? <laughs> no, I felt bad because I did give her a Stevie Nicks poster that I had. World-class troll. That she... I'm not, she's like 23 No, years no, old. I'm talking about Doug. Oh. He's trolling you really hard right um, now. She's just a sweetheart. But she's a Stevie Nicks fan, probably bigger than me. Really? And I had this extra... Well, not extra. It was on my wall when I gave it to her. Um, framed as just a Stevie Nicks poster from one of her albums. So are you hitting on this, Jen? No, so I gave it to her, and then I brought this in to show her because I told her about this program I had where Stevie Nicks actually wrote on the drawings what they all meant. So I brought it in to show her, and as soon as I brought it in, she kind of like got up her chair and, and ran. She goes, oh, my God, you're giving it to me? I go, no, I'm not giving it to you. This is like my prized oh. possession. I just oh. want to brought it in to show it to you. I felt bad. She thought I was giving it to her. But... One of the real oh, signs damn. Is... <laughs> She thought you were giving it to me. You yeah. just showed it to her. <laughs> One of the real signs of stalking is gift-giving. Oh, God. No. That's one of the signs of being a nice guy and caring about your fellow and you, And to be fair, you're not giving a gift. You were just kind of letting I gave her the poster. You just let her wet her beak a little bit. <laughs> no, and I then just... you took it away. You, you gave it to her, and then you slid it back away no, from her. she can look at it, but I can't give Why it can't to her. Why can't she have it? Well, first of all, the inside is autographed to me. So well, I don't know why did you give it to mean. her at Was it too eggy or she too wanted to, I, I told her about it, and she goes, that, that sounds so cool. So I brought it in for her to look at it. I mean, I think it's the only one in the in the world. Trust me, there's nobody else who went backstage and met her and said, "Can you, can you write in all of your artwork?" She just offered to do it. I said, "She goes, do you mind if I I might ruin it? Do you mind?" If I said, "It's not gonna ruin it. Write all you want." So each, she had like nine different drawings, and she's writing what each one meant to her. So I have all of this in gold sharpie, all of this writing on her artwork, which yeah. nobody else has. So I'm the, probably the only guy in the country or in the world that has this. From Jen Williams, signed from, in the Casey yeah, studio. Yeah, Jen Williams signed it all. Okay. I'm going to go in there. There's going to be black Sharpie all over it. Here was, here's what I think it means. <laughs> oh. I probably wouldn't talk to her again. Really? That'd be the <laughs> yeah. end of it. You want to talk Stevie Nicks finger painting? Take it down the hallway, cantaloupe. That's from Scissor Me Timbers. Oh. Well, it's, it's, she's a very good artist. Such, you haven't seen it, so... Such such a weird flex of wealth by bringing posters in for your coworkers to gawk at. Are you in the third grade, Ken? It's from Glove Blogger. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't bring it to gawk at. She hung it in her living room, so she's not. I'm not gawking at it. Just now, she put it in her living room. No, I gave her the poster last year. I thought you just gave it to her a minute ago. This is a tour book. Why don't you listen? Oh, oh. I thought you just went to see Jen Williams just during the break. I've seen Jen Williams quite a bit in the last couple of years. She's, but you just she's today, you brought her home. this this artwork. Oh, God, you are you are just exhausting. I'm crestfallen. <laughs> you are exhausting. Is this the deterioration just, of the olds? I'm just trying to understand. Yeah, it's like the cat. <laughs> Why would you be the only person in the world? People who sign stuff and do, do doodles all the time. It's from Brad in Boca. Well, there aren't a lot of people that get to go backstage and see her anymore. She doesn't actually... 
And it would have had to been in 94. How so. did you get back there? And there wasn't even a meet and greet. They canceled the meet and greet. How did you get so back there? Just me, my sister, and Bob Ramsey got to go back. How did you get back there? Because I know her through Ty Babylonia. That's how I first met wow. her in 1982. Connections her, run deep. Her entire good friends. Huh. I That's like how that. I got to meet her in 82. Hey, guys, this is a story about the cat, but I have a one-of-a-kind Stevie Nicks item and brought it in for a coworker to admire, but also about the cat. Thanks. It's from Big Tough. No, it's about the cat being exhausting with his cross-examination <laughs> like Doug is doing. I'm just asking. I'm trying to get it straight. Well, it wasn't, like that, it wasn't that difficult. Yeah. Text on in your thoughts. No, uh, you can th- talk NBA if you want. No, I, well, I actually have an audio clip that I think trans. it is from the NBA, but it transcends. It's uh, kind of in the vein of of Derek Gould and Jack Flurry, I think you guys are really going to like it. It's uh, Nick Nurse, Nick new Nurse. coach of the Philadelphia... Nick Nurse, he's going to be the new coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. And he used to be the coach of the Raptors when they won the championship. And uh, introductory press conference, he's asked about a player, James Harden, who's going to be a free agent next year, and uh, this was the exchange. And you got to be better at the end of those two months. And Do you want James Harden round. back? <laughs> Pardon me? Do you want James Harden back? James Harden's a great player. That didn't answer the question. Well, I would say this is that... um, Boy, this guy's getting uh, berated. James has a decision to make. And um, I'd be very happy if he came back. Yeah. Can we play the beginning of that? Do you want James Harden back? Pardon me? Do you want James Harden back? James Harden's a great player. That yeah. didn't answer the question. Well, <laughs> Why are you so mad at the coach? He cut him off. He cut him off mid-sentence. Who the hell are the reporters to take that kind of attitude with the coach? Philadelphia, man. They're the, going to take they think... your measure. This new guy, I'm going to show him who's boss in this what room. A, what an ass. Yeah. Like, for real, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> Literally cuts him off mid-sentence. Yeah. And Do you like... want James Harden back? <laughs> Well, well, then you don't understand pitching, and that's okay. Say that again. I'm sorry? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) One of the better exchanges of all time. Oh, my God. So good. Gosh. Nothing can be a St. Louis media, though. Mm -hmm. What that? What that? Sorry? Did you see the fire at the end of the dugout? (laughs) Well, I didn't. Yeah, we missed those days. I miss that. Uh, Another Emmy. Would you say that the Cardinals won tonight? Well, it's nice to finally get a good question. <laughs> uh, and, of course, in the NBA last night, the Denver Nuggets win game one of the NBA Finals over the Miami Heat, 104-93. to uh, If you bet them minus nine like me, you were sweating it out until the very end because the Heat just won't go away. Even when they're down 20, they still want a piece of them. Uh, so, luckily... Seems to me the covered. Nuggets wouldn't go away. They were ahead the whole time. God, they are a lot to I handle. I could name two people on both teams. All right, go ahead. Well, obviously, Porter Jr. There you go. There's one. And Place I think is Jimmy Butler on Miami? Yes, yeah. he is. Nice. Only two I know. Congratulations, though. How about Jokic? He might be the best player Nicole in the league. Nicole Jokic. Oh, no. Back-to-back MVP. Didn't know what team he was on. He's on the Nuggets. Well, he was Chris great Brown. last night. Yeah, God. And he looks like he's going about half speed. Yeah. That's, team is he on? He plays for Denver. He, uh, that's his. win, then. Exactly, yeah. He's, uh, they are the biggest favorites in NBA Finals history. They were minus 400 to win the series. Really? Yeah, 4-1. to one. Doug, I, I saw... Was it who was getting the oxygen mask? The two analysts. That was, uh, it was me Barclay. last night with the CPAP machine. <laughs> Charles Barkley, Barkley and I forgot who else were literally getting ready for the pre or post game and had oxygen masks. I think that was a joke. Altitude. Was it a joke? I think it was Probably. a joke. I thought they were done. Didn't they say that today? We're done. So on TNT, they're done because all the NBA games are on ESPN slash ABC. But NBA TV, which is of course 
unfestered by uh, major networks does pre- and post-game coverage, so Shaq and Barkley are doing post-game coverage on NBA TV. So not on TNT. I've, I've been to Denver and Colorado many, many times. I and never, never once felt never. like I needed oxygen. I agree. Right. I've been there several times. But before. for Maybe a player. If you, yeah, if you were running around as right. a player, yes. As a broadcaster, no way. That's why That's why game one was, for me, a lock that the Nuggets were going to cover because the heat and the altitude coming off seven-game series versus the Nuggets, who just came off a sweep, total different ball game there. Can you, wait, can you find a way to make the stadiums non-altitude? Like under, put them underground. Stay, like, yeah. In the you Earth's have to core. Dig into the mountains. To... No, just have some kind of oxygen in it where it makes you at sea level. Pump huh. more oxygen into the stadium. So start pumping oxygen. It would definitely be cheaper than making an underground bunker arena. <laughs> you Probably more desirable, Probably too. Probably the home team wouldn't want it because that's right. a big advantage. Well, they wouldn't want it, but if you want to be fair. Dude, can you imagine going to basically. I think this is a good idea, actually. Like. The entire stadium, it just, it's a one big parking lot, but you have, like, elevators that go down to the like Earth's... a mile deep. Like, or the Earth's core. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually like this. Oh, come because on. Because I think the altitude, it, it, it's not noticeable, but I guarantee you when you're playing... Because when we hike, we did Rocky Mountain National Park, you could tell um, yeah. the altitude when you're doing, like, physical activity. I love the underground bunker stadium idea. Yeah, I, I think, think if we could get a fake legs. rendering one of Wouldn't those. Wouldn't it be easier just to pump more oxygen into the place? I guess. <laughs> That's yeah. what I said. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, Doug, kind of what you're saying with the Jokic thing, where he kind of plays half speed. That's, yeah. his, that's how why he's so good, because he refuses to be sped up. You can't speed him up. He yeah. plays at his pace and his pace only. Yeah, I guess. And uh, he's on, and then Bam out of Bayou is too little, too little. This is a grown man's game. He's too little. And uh, they're going to have trouble. I think it's a, a five-game series at most. And somebody said it towards the end of the game that, geez, he passes like magic and he shoots like bird. And you think someone else got double? mad and said, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're exaggerating. Yeah, probably. Bit. But, I mean, he is a he can do pretty much everything. And he's seven foot, 240, 50 pounds. And can shoot from 30 feet out. Yeah. Oh, yeah he shoots uncomfortable shots. He's unbelievable. He's mm-hmm. absolutely unbelievable. I'm not a magic hater. Overrated? We're going to have one of those takes? (laughs) He is is definitely not overrated, but Oscar Robertson's a better player. It's a take. We had better numbers. Mm, Not really. I don't know. I I think I'm with you. The numbers are pretty similar. Magic had more championships, more MVPs. No, I'm talking about individual numbers. I think Magic had more assists. I just I don't shorter know. career Magic had I mean Magic's obviously had his career cut somewhat. Yeah, short. I love the big O. I don't don't think he gets enough credit. So it's right. not like Magic's Oscar overrated. Oscar Robertson might be one of the most important athletes in American sports because he essentially created free agency because he said that basketball players especially should be paid like entertainers because they teams make as much money as movies and players should be paid like entertainers and get to choose where they want to go. So Oscar Robertson is a very important person in the world of sports, and I do agree he's underrated, but Magic Johnson might be the best pure point guard of all time. I think uh, I'm with you. The Big O would only be underrated by people who didn't see him play. Right, I which never is, saw he hadn't him. played in half a century. I so. never well, saw him play, and I'm very no much so You were born anti- 20 years after yeah, he retired. I'm very much so anti-old school. But he's the one exception for me that tough is to generational s- talent. I think it could he could play. So in how are you going to say Bill Russell's overrated, but Oscar Robertson's underrated? They play at the exact same time. In, in terms of the big men that Bill Russell was going, yeah, up just against, Will Chamberlain. 
See, you can name what. That's what I don't like. Like he went, he went up against what, like what, one time a year. Look at the video. Only like eight teams. Those dudes are six five plumbers. No, not no, most no, centers no, are seven footers. No, Bill Russell no, is a no, phenomenal no. winner. I just don't think that there was a bunch of seven foot centers. There was Nate Thurman, and there was Walt Bellamy. And there was Connie Durkin, and there was all, all, every the game was heavily uh, centered around the center position. Lob it in and let the big guy Correct. take a short I, shot. I, I, I guess every McCauley. team had a, had he was six eight, I think. McCauley was six eight. I think so. Almost every team had someone close to seven feet tall. They every, just didn't move like him. And Russell was only six nine or six ten. It wasn't. Yeah. Like he no, was no, seven, he wasn't seven nine, foot. Six no. nine, I think. So I mean, and defensive. I mean, you're the greatest, probably the greatest winner in North American sports. No, qu- no question, no question. Doug selected in 1956 by who? Who are we talking about? San Francisco. Bill Russell. Or, uh, selected, selected by by Boston. No. And he got traded here. No, selected by St. Louis, and he got traded there. Selected by the St. Louis yeah. Hawks. And we traded him for McCauley. Rats. Yeah. <laughs> Good trade there. Which uh, another St. Louis. I mean, Ed McCauley, great. Zalek on that roster. No. It wouldn't have been a lot. Most Kurt, senior. Kurt Flood created free agency. He certainly did for baseball. I'm talking about for basketball. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Jackson, do folks at the DeSoto remotes like when you talk Jokic and the guy spelled it just like so he spelled it with a D in front of the J, which is not even close. Nice. Uh, there's no D in Jokic. You might be thinking of Novak Djokovic. How about Luka Doncic? Luka Doncic, who's somehow already crowned the king of the sport by doing nothing. Uh, oh, man, that was a little bitter. Got a $4 million dollar card. I'm just, uh, he seems to be like considered by like the best player in the NBA, but like can't even make the playoffs. Uh, of any sport He's basketball. Around, it's a team sport. Oh, 100%. Yeah. A car costs $4 million? A some, card, some. Uh, One of his cards. Yeah. His, really? his, oh, his, card. Yeah, sorry. About but there that. are cars that cost $4 million. Of any sport basketball seems to be the most difficult to compare superstars across generations. Each subsequent generation benefit from the evolution of the style of playing and also what's permissible under the rules. Arbor Day. True. Are we giving away text of the day? Because if we could, that, that would might be it. Because that is the that's, truest have, statement I've ever heard. Have you seen that video that's going around where they pass the ball to LeBron and he takes what must be six steps without dribbling oh, to yeah. go up to the basket? Yeah, there's and a, there's a couple. You never got away with anything like that before. Right. You, you didn't used to be able to put your hand under the ball and dribble. It, you had to have your hand on top there's of the a guy ball on, to dribble. There's a guy on Twitter that will call out. I forgot what he calls himself. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the narc ref. Yeah, the narc ref. That's what he calls. And yeah. it, he'll go through NBA footage from this season, from even like previous games mm-hmm. that, the night before, and point out about 15 travels, 20 carries, right. 10 it's fouls. Just a sh- it feels, that's why it feels like it's just a show. More than a game, because they don't play by the rules. Rick Barry had a big rant about this a few months ago, where he said if you just call the game by the rules, it would be a completely different game than what we're seeing. Yeah, but if you plop LeBron into the 50s and 60s, he would absolutely well, he average would, 65 sure. points a game. But the guys back you then were held back him. by things they couldn't do, such as pick the ball up and run with it. Yeah, but some of those guys couldn't pass with their left hand, couldn't dribble really oh, well with their left hand. Too. They were the te- most talented players in the world at the time. 
Watch some video on Bob Cousy. He never palmed the ball. He's always bing. You had to. Up and down, and then he you had to. set shots. But didn't he, couldn't, isn't Cousy the one that couldn't dribble with his left hand? No. I think Bob Cousy was left-handed. I don't think or his opposite hand. There was one point guard that is in the Hall of Fame. He's a fantastic player, I'm sure. Much. Can he sure. kick with his left foot? <laughs> that this, reminds, this topic does remind me a lot of that right there. Bob Cousy's still alive. Yeah. 94 years old. Mm-hmm. I got a baseball card with, I don't know what, where I got it. It's a him and Stan Musial in a picture together posing, and I got Cousy's autograph on it. Oh, there you go. Bob Cousy bluntly responded to slight from J.J. Redick. Bob Cousy couldn't dribble with his left hand. That was from J.J. Redick. And I think, I don't know what Cousy yeah, said in response. Well, I don't think you had to back then. Yeah, oh, of course. you got you to be able to dribble with both hands. When they, when they, when... <laughs> When you're still playing when the triple threat position is a factor, that's when you know. What do you mean? It's... Triple threat is, that's how jo- Jokic scores all his points. He goes in the triple threat and then works. I feel like that's an old school way of teaching basketball. What do you mean? It's the, it's the mo- one of the most fundamental parts of the game. You can pass, dribble, and shoot out of it. And get a wide base. That'll never change. As long well, as basketball is a sport, you'll be in the triple threat. And that was mentioned earlier that it's, it's basketball probably is one of the hardest sports to judge individuals 100%. as far as who is the best. I mean... You always have an argument with LeBron and Jordan, and people always go, well, he won six titles. You're talking about an individual player. Yeah, he had a couple guys with him, and LeBron really, he's had some good players with him too. Um, but you go back to the Oscar Robertson. I mean, how many points would he have averaged if they had the three-point shot back then? Oh, yeah. Pete Maravich. Oh, Pete Maravich would be Look at some of Will Chamberlain's score. numbers. They're obscene. Oh, it, they're crazy. Some of those are like 50-rebound <laughs> games. <laughs> that, yeah. that, to me, he shows... He averaged 52 <laughs> points in one season. Mm-hmm. He averaged a game 52 points. Yeah. He was completely unstoppable. Yeah. it's un- the, Physically, <laughs> he was just way ahead of his time. Right. And he, had, and he had massive skill like him and kareem both like yeah. the hook shot might people like oh it's the hook shot. that takes incredible touch and skill and talent it's unbelievable jackson you counting down the minutes until 10 you have to be it's from the bastard james huh not at all i'm loving every minute of hanging out with you boys not as much as the listeners are counting down until 10 well, for them it's the first day of school no, no uh randy carrie Brooke and Matt Rocchio will do the extra hour. Uh, we will not be doing balloon party today. I told Mike Ryder I'm ready in the bullpen, but, you know, I get it. You know who's always ready in the bullpen for you, Doug, though, is Ooh. Ryan Kelly. He's a title sponsor. Well, well, he's a, more of a starting pitcher than a bullpen. Yeah, you're right. Guy, you're right. You're start right. with an original. An ace. He's an ace. Yeah. He could be either, actually. The more I think about it, he could be the starting pitcher getting you an original <sighs> mortgage. If you're thinking of buying a home, the process not as complicated as you think with the home loan expert. They make the pre-approval process easy. Get pre-approved today, the day you call in. They'll provide a lower rate with a 10-day closing guarantee. So if you're just looking to buy a house, you get the starting pitcher, Ryan Kelly. You send him out there. He and his team out there, they'll get you the best mortgage at the lowest rate possible with a 10-day closing guarantee. Or if you're in the middle of a mortgage and you need a relief pitcher, raise the right arm, bring in the right hander. Ryan Kelly will be in there to help you refinance. With inflation here, people are taking on more debt than ever. If you're a homeowner, leverage that equity. Put the equity in your home to work for you with a simple cash-out refinance Ryan Kelly can show you how to do that. Rates are coming down a little bit. Act quickly. Homes will start selling very quickly now. If you're needing to call, ask a question, Ryan and his team are right there to help you out through the entire process, whether you need a starter, a reliever, or a, a middle guy, you know, to give you a lot of innings. Ryan Kelly and his team are there. The website is thehomeownexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you so much, Sir Mortgage. And, Doug, we're about to have some hair, baby. 
Mm. We're about to. It's the regrowth season, and I'm talking about St. Louis hair restoration. It's the regrowth season. That's right. That's what we're hoping to do. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Absolutely. We're going to have it done at uh, St. Louis Hair Restoration. I, I I guess we get group rates because there's so many of us publicly <laughs> challenged on this show. But we're going to go ahead and do it. Hair restoration is all they do at hair at uh, St. Louis Hair Restoration. Dr. Polinga and the founder, Greg Kraling, are patients of their own product. That's how much they believe in it. We started talking about this yesterday, how we're going to have the procedure done. You're already using the laser cap. I am. And I am. I'm going to go ahead with the, with the... With the FUE. Yes, with the FUE hair transplant. I'm going to do this. While we talked about it yesterday, somebody dropped in. They slid into my DMs. Indeed. A, a listener did. And he sent me this message. He said, hi, Doug, which is inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> We're not on first-name basis. No, Mr. Vaughn. Mr. Vaughn, yeah. sir, uh, yeah. something like that. Well, I let that go. Here's what he said. Just wanted to tell you about my experience at St. Louis Hair Restoration and hopefully ease any of your concerns, if you even have any. I could not be happier with the results. I had 2,500 FUE grafts done in January 2022, and the picture below is from February 2023. He sent me a picture. The procedure itself wasn't necessarily painful, maybe slightly uncomfortable at times. You can read, watch Netflix, even nap during it. The recovery was so easy as long as you follow the instructions that they give you. When he did have questions, Greg and his team answered them that same day. I'm so happy you guys are advertising for them. They are legitimately an outstanding practice and have literally changed my life. I mean, just look at my luscious mane and he give me a picture of his before and after. You would not think it's the same guy. It's, it, I, Absolutely Doug, incredible. Doug showed me the picture. Look, look at this Look at this guy. It's he went from Jesus. He went from a you know lousy head of hair to looking like George Clooney. Yeah. I mean, it's really unbelievable. Some of the before and after pictures they have, really incredible. Yeah. So if you're struggling with this, if it makes you uh, uncomfortable in social situations, if it's hurting your confidence, go ahead and get it done. There's Absolutely. something you can do about it, and you'll look completely different. And a lot of people that have it done say, Jesus, why didn't I do that 10 years ago? Absolutely. They got me on the finasteride, and they got me that laser cap. I wear it six minutes a night. Super easy. Gets that blood flowing to the head. Helps with the regrowth. And then, of course, the finasteride helps just kind of hold the line. And then if, uh, after a year, if I'm in good shape, we might get something done. Hey, Doug, hmm. you want hair. But life's not fair. No. Send your head on vacation and choose St. Louis Hair Restoration. Oh, God. That's a good one. The website That's is stlouishairrestoration.com. Look into it. Absolutely. You'll be glad you did. Absolutely. And Happy Doug? birthdays today. If I oh, came please. Real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of our sponsors, actually, from uh, major brands, Tim Burkhart. God, but hey, happy birthday, Tim Burkhart. And uh, Jackie Bowling's birthday is today, too. Oh. Happy birthday, Jackie. What about Bittenbender? That's not a sponsor. No, she's a friend. That's why she went second. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure Shay will take her out for dinner. That's outstanding. Uh, another news, happy birthday to Jackie Bowen, and of course, Tim Burkhart, great Tim Burkhart. Uh, this comes from Jeff Jones, Doug, mm-hmm. of uh, St. Louis beat writer for the Belleville News Democrat. Jeff Jones tweeted out yesterday, the Cardinals are recalling Jordan Walker, a source with direct knowledge says he'll join the active roster tomorrow in Pittsburgh. Makes perfect sense. I mean, look who got hurt. You've got O'Neill, Newt Barr, Carlson, they're all out, right? Why wouldn't you bring up Walker? Why was he sent down in the first place? I guess is another question you could be asking. Yeah, that's the. I would say that's the bigger question in all of that. But you're not wrong. It's. Uh, it's. I'm just. I, but we were talking. Tim and I were talking to John Denton about this yesterday, and um, he was talking about like Jordan Walker's coming up. Denton is kind of was against the move in the first place, but he agreed with Tim that now that Jordan Walker's up, there's no going back down. You can't you send him back think. down. You know, Unless he, he says, just completely bombs. Right. I think what he says is like you can do that to like 
you know, Taylor Motter or guys like that are a third string catcher, yeah. but a top prospect across all of baseball, 20 years old, 6'6", 245 or 250, yeah. you're not going to be sending him up and back up and down I-55 like that. Just let him play. Let him play every single night. And if it's not a great year this year, at least when next year rolls around, you'll have a guy that might have three or 400 at-bats under his belt. Well, what made no sense when they sent him down was that they brought up Motter in his place. So you think Motter is a better choice than Walker? And I know you said, well, he's got to hit the ball on the ground and get the ball in the air, hit home runs, uh, whatever. Can't do that. Yeah, let him play every day. He'll do it here. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was necessarily that like they thought Motter was better. I think, and Denton was talking to us again about this on Bloom Party yesterday, is like it was more of like, all right, oh, this is before O'Neill and Carlson got hurt, but like O'Neill, Carlson, Newtbar, here's your opportunity to establish yourself as an everyday outfielder. If you can't, then we're going to make some moves. And also, I think more so than anything, it's just to get Walker reps in outfield because if you're not going to play him every day in base, like he was, I think, statistically the worst outfielder in baseball. Uh, from a defensive standpoint, because he doesn't play, he hasn't played the outfield. He's a third yeah. baseman. So, like, you know, this is, I thought it was more of a, a reason to get him some more reps in the outfield. I thought the ground ball thing was super weird. I still think it's super weird. And know. get this they call him up, and guess what? Come on. I think they get another year of service time by eight days. If I did the math oh, is that correctly, right? I think it, you have to be on the Major League Baseball roster for 178 days. And now he won't be? And now I think he's going to hit like 155, 165. Oh. Oh, Isn't that okay. hilarious how that works? Well, out? you may be he's happy. He's ready about that. now. Six years from now, you may be happy that they got him for another year. Maybe, or if he holds a grudge and he says, won't be I here remember six it. Years from yeah. now. Or if he is, he will have already signed an extension because he had one good year and they signed him to an extension early. So. Well, you're eligible I, for arbitration, what, after three years? Three or four? Three. Yeah. Three. Th- is it three? Okay. Three years, you're eligible for arbitration, then six, you're A for free agency. Free agency. Yeah, so they still have it. They'll have oh, him under control. Just wait till he's third in the MVP boats next year, and then Mosellock takes him to task in court over a half a million. In court? Well, don't they do arbitration hearings? Not court, but they still it's go up hearing, in front. Yeah. It's, it's a hearing. It's a hearing. It's, a it's in a like, room. It's, it, not, it's not a court. No. It wouldn't surprise me if he's the uh, replacement at first base for Paul Goldschmidt. Ooh. What three, about Luke and Baker? So. Is he not a first baseman? He is, but you would think if they were going to play him, he'd be up by now. God, that DH dude is or something. absolutely. But, I mean, you could see Walker as a first baseman, right? Oh, yeah. I couldn't baseman. see him as an outfielder. He's, he's big, tall, targeted first base. Goldschmidt, as good as he is. You know, he's got a few years left, but he's not going to be there forever. He's already late 30s. Walker might be your first baseman of the future. And that may be coming next year. It, I think Doesn't Goldschmidt have a player option or is that a team option? Well, about to I'm find, not sure. It's impossible to find out. There is no way to know. I'll find out for you. Absolutely no way. <laughs> I think it's private closely information. Closely held secret. We're on baseball reference. We're going to go to the... Uh, I mean, Goldschmidt's having an okay year. Oh, but I'm not suggesting he's anywhere close to retiring, but... No, I, I'm not saying retiring. Now, the, the question will be different because he'll be 40 years old. He is on, uh, so they have him through next year. Okay, so five-year, one hundred thirty million dollars. Yeah. Okay, deal. I, I didn't know he next now? year. Uh, he is uh, currently he is uh, thirty-five. He will be turning thirty-six on September tenth. Okay, so he'll be thirty-seven by the time his contract runs out with the Cardinals. You actually, that's a perfect contract too, because he probably yeah. will fizzle out toward the end of next year. That'll probably be it. So that actually works. Maybe. For the Cardinals. Yeah, you might get another two years. You after could sign that. a one-year extension on that yeah, player. Uh, the first oh, base, but that, Carpenter. He might be able to that go was to like a three-year <laughs> extension. He was the best player in the league as early as last year. Yeah, he was MVP last year, so, and I think he'll put up some pretty sick numbers. He's this been year hitting too. a little bit lately. Uh, yeah. He always gets hot when it gets warmer. I got 
crapped on for that at uh, on 101 ESPN, but he he gets hot when it gets warmer. Uh, you guys don't you don't get why it's bad to be getting hitting ground balls. He was 60 percent of his balls on the ground. That's among the worst in the lead. It was trending bads from big old fan. Well, he also had a 12-game hitting streak. Yeah. And, right. and those balls were going like 115 miles per hour. And he I'm did s- have a couple of home runs. Yeah. Baseball is the only sport to where failure is better than success because of your exit below numbers. And things <laughs> right. like, like everybody, it, yeah. everybody would rather have a, a guy hit 115 off the bat to center field for an out as opposed to 105 off the bat, mm-hmm. a streamlining grounder that gets you a single. I, I, I don't understand baseball analytics. If he's hitting the ball, I don't really care if it goes to the moon or if it goes to an anthill. As long as you find anthill. space and are able to hit the ball, I don't care. Yeah. A lot of hard-hit ground balls are hits. Uh, yeah, and those will eventually, as your career develops, will turn into line drive doubles, which yeah. are very important in baseball. I, I, I don't get it. I think the Cardinals would rather him be a 260 hitter with 35 home runs and 100 RBIs than a 320 hitter with six home runs and 40 Probably RBIs. So. Yeah. I get it, but the, if they if Jordan Walker would have kept their, the, the same idea and thought process the Cardinals wanted, he he was dying on a vine when he first went back down to try to hit yeah. in the air, and he finally was fed up with it. So I'm glad he did his own thing. They're likely protecting Luke and Baker and Moises Gomez for a trade. Don't want to expose them. Goldie gives no indication of slowing down. Shut it, stick boy. That's from the mm. U City Turkey Neck, formerly of NOCO. I mm. never did I that he was shutting it down. I I, no. I thought there'd be a player option, and that is a serious option if you have to you have the option to pay a guy twenty five million or let him walk. I think that's a I mean, that's something you got to talk about. It's a 36-year-old player, and he disintegrated in the last month of the season. Granted, MVP, I get that, but it's not like he's consistent. And last, we don't like, really, half month. We don't really know if he absolutely loves it here or if he would gladly go somewhere else. Well, he does hand the fans money every year. Well, he plays yeah. for the fans, not yeah. the money. Certainly hey, does not play for the money. <laughs> hey, Doug, it's obvious that Burleson is our first baseman of the future with the number of starts he's getting in the outfield from Big Tough. I don't know about that. Yeah, He's so, a big yeah. boy. Actually, when, when I went to the game, I didn't realize how big that dude was. But there, there are some Walker big comparisons boy. with Pujols. Oh, yeah. Pujols started as a shortstop, played a little third base, little played a little left field, wound up being your first baseman for who knows, what, 11 years until he came mm, back? Yeah. I could see that kind of trajectory for Jordan Walker. When listeners saw Tim was out today, the audience exit velo was off the charts. It's from oh. eligible. TMA Sabermetrics. Wow. That really got us. Doug, are you? Let's quit this show now. Nobody's balling. listening to us. They hate us. <laughs> they do hate us. We need Tim. This Let's big old quit. fan. Banty little rooster. Fed up with it? His ball is in the air now. Jesus, pay a little attention. What he is doing is exactly what they wanted him to do. But he actually said, I mean, there was a quote the other day that he followed his own path, that he's trying to just hit the ball and not hit it in the air. If you look at his stats, the first two and a half weeks of being called down, he was hitting like 146. Yeah, he had a really rough So time. shut up because oh. I am absolutely accurate on this. Oh. It's 100% yeah. documented that he said he went off the grid and did his own thing just trying to hit the ball. And guess what? He's hitting bombskis now. Yeah. Hey, guys, what about Frank Frangie it's from Uncle Wally's Plastic oh, Care? Oh, have a good conversation dude. with him. Yeah. But a- you don't have to be a ba- baseball expert to look at Jordan Walker and see – Gosh, this guy's going to be a player. Just let him play. Whatever he wants to do, just let him do it. You look at the roster that they have now. A lot of young outfielders, a lot of young infielders. Just signed a catcher for the next, what, five years. Who was the next position free agent they signed? 
Hopefully a pitcher. Oh, position. Well, you may need an Silly outfielder. Jackson. What do they have in the outfield? They got one of the worst offensive outfields in Probably baseball. a center fielder. But they got kids, so you're either going to give them a chance or you give up on them at some point. But when is that? I'd say center field because a lot of the young guys are corner outfielders. Yeah. You got way too many infielders. I can tell you that much right now. If yeah. you want Mason Wynn to play in the next couple of years and have Gorman play other than just DH, you got to shed some fat. And I'm not saying Tommy Edmond and Donovan are fat, but you got to like be able to make room for players. Right now, they're, they might both be starting outfielders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with, I'm with you. Because the they're so thing. limited at center field, you know, yeah. without with Carlson or an O'Neill, and I guess Newt. But if you want to, all the, like Gomez, I don't actually know about Gomez, but like Yepes, uh, Burleson, just a lot of the young guys are in the corners. Walker. Uh, we're gonna have a great conversation coming up in the next segment with Joey Zanaboni. Then mm. we'll have the design air heating and cooling email of the day, and then uh, we'll be off to the weekend. So this is gonna close out the eight o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After Live from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Mm.